You're listening to the Honeypot Chats, a podcast about cybersecurity with your hosts, Brenda and Tambi. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Honeypot Chats. Um, this week, we're going to cover what we had started on last week, which was uh, we're speaking about the WhatsApp saga, and we mentioned that we will talk to the three different platforms or the three most popular platforms, which are Telegram, Signal, and WhatsApp and also cover the definition or the differences between what we consider security and what we consider privacy. So just an FYI, these platforms are all available on the either Apple App Store or your Google Play Store. So Tambi, do you want to get into the definition of security and privacy? Okay, thanks, Brenda. So um, security and privacy are often used interchangeably. However, interestingly enough, there are distinct differences and similarities. So we're just going to explain the main difference between the two. A very good example would be thinking of a window in your home. What do you use a window for? You use it to look outside, to allow fresh air inside, et cetera, et cetera. But also in a case of an emergency, you would use it as an exit. Now, while you would use it as an exit, someone else can use it as an entrance into your home. So in order to protect yourself from such a situation, you would add a burglar bars or a grate in front of the window. That is security. Brenda, can you explain to everybody what privacy is? Okay. So just adding on to what Tambi just said, with our windows, we try to prevent people looking in. So you either have your curtains, you have your nets, your blinds, your drapes, so that people cannot necessarily look into your house. That would be considered privacy. So we're trying to obscure the view of the things inside your home so that you're not at a risk of intruders knowing what you have in your home. So the TV that you might have, the different devices that you might have sitting on the, you know, the table. If I'm standing outside your window and you have like a net or blinds, I won't be able to see what is inside your home. So basically, security is more in reference to how your personal information is protected so that it cannot be compromised by cyber criminals or hackers, whilst privacy refers to more the control you have upon your personal information. So how is it used? Who is it shared with? Which entities are using it? How is it collected? Where is it collected online? Even physically, it doesn't necessarily always have to be collected online. Traditionally, in in Zambia, for example, when you're going to all these different buildings, you are putting in your information in books. That's also, you know, a privacy risk because all your your phone number is there, your ID number is there. So it doesn't necessarily have to be online per se. It can also be physically, but that is the difference between the two. The biggest challenge that we have or what comes when it comes to privacy is that we're not always aware that we've been compromised, right? So if I take the, the example of you know, as uh, I'll use the, the layman example in terms of us going to a building and registering our name in an open book. I will register my name. Then three hours later, Tambi will come and register her name as well. Tambi might see my name, collect my information, and Perfect. actually walk out of the building with it without even me knowing that she was in the same building as I was the same day and actually collected that information, you know. So that's why, you know, when we talk to, we've we've said this over and over in most of our episodes that when you have a privacy or a security policy, read it. You know, try and browse through to where it talks about data collection or it talks about how it handles your information. 
read that information, read it, understand it, so that you actually know where your information is being uh, placed. So, Tambi, how can we compare the difference between how data is collected, where to back it up, how it's done? Can you get a little bit into that and then also go into the platforms? Okay, so our basis for comparing these three platforms is basically comparing the amount of data they collect about you, where the backups for your chats are stored, and whether they have end-to-end encryption. Now, we're going to use the term end-to-end encryption throughout this podcast, so I'll just give a a layman's um, explanation of what it is. It's a system of communication that protects your messages, files, texts by ensuring only the communicating users can read them. So what this means is if um, Brenda and I are messaging each other, anyone that tries to get into the middle of that conversation will not be able to read the message either way. It will be scrambled. So only Brenda and I can actually read those messages. That's what end-to-end encryption is. So I'll start off by uh, explaining, um, going through the details rather, in Signal, and then Brenda will get into Telegram. So with Signal, Signal doesn't collect much data except for your phone number. And it also has a very basic messaging feature. Some of these features include group chats, voice, video calls, and emoji support. It has end-to-end encryption enabled by default for all chats. So once you install the app, you're ready to go. Your chats are end-to-end encrypted. This um, extends to group chats as well. In terms of the chat backups, the backups are stored on your device. Now, that's very important to note. They're not stored in the cloud anywhere. Signal does not have a cloud platform. It doesn't use any other cloud platform. So the responsibility sits with you. Um, So the only way your messages can be compromised is if your device itself is compromised. Nothing happens um, on the the signal um, end in terms of um, compromise. Brenda, you can walk us through Telegram. Okay, so Telegram collects your name, your phone number, contact details, user ID, IP address already. That's a lot of information that is collecting, right? That points to you. It identifies you. (laughs) Right? You know, um, so uh, it also has end-to-end encryption, but it's not enabled by default. So Tambi spoke to Signal where the minute you download the app, end-to-end encryption is enabled. With Telegram, you have to go and switch this on and it's called um, a secret chat. So I will open Telegram, I'll open my chat with Tambi, and then I'll have to switch on secret chat to enable that end-to-end encryption. This, however, does not extend to group chats. Ding, 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 right? Yeah. So if you're having private group conversations, uh, just know that if should there be a breach, your information will probably come out. Another thing in comparison is that uh, with Signal, as Tambia said, everything is stored locally to your device. With um, Telegram, it's not the same. It's actually cloud-based. So all your informations go to the cloud. The pro for this is that... um, you can access it from any device anywhere, right? But the con is that you don't necessarily have the power to know what's happening to your data. You know, it's not at your fingertips. So you don't know who has access to it. You don't know who, whatever information it is um, that you might have. So essentially, it's definitely out of your control. So again, you know, think twice what is more important, um, the ease of you being able to access your devices from anywhere 
or the ease of you having to want your information locally stored so that you you can have some sort of control over it. Tammy, do you want to get into WhatsApp? Our popular one. (laughs) Everyone knows WhatsApp. Okay. So the amount of data that WhatsApp collects is too long. Like we won't even have time. (laughs) We start going through everything they collect. It's a long list, but some of it um, includes things like data that's linked to your identity, like your location, your payment information, user content and purchase history, just to name a few. It's, it, it's a lot. And because it's a lot, it's, it's a cause for worry. Your chat backups are stored to a third party. So that's either Google or iCloud. Like Signal, it does have end-to-end encryption enabled by default, including group chats. Now, um, in the last episode, we talked about the privacy saga. Um, so again, this is something that we need to take into account. So your WhatsApp messages to businesses may not be end-to-end encrypted starting on the 15th of May 2021. Um, wow. You might want to go back to our last, <laughs> our last podcast just to listen to why this is happening, how this is happening, and you know what's going to happen in future. But um, yeah, so again, your end-to-end encryption with businesses may not be encrypted starting May 15th, 2021. However, WhatsApp have been so kind and they've said that they will, they will use an in-message notification to let you know if the chat you're having with the business is encrypted or not. Having said all of that, you've seen that people have rushed to, you know, install Signal, install um, Telegram, or, you know, go as far as maybe trying to update their WhatsApp so, Brenda, can you just give us maybe two tips on how what we need to do to make sure that our apps or chats are at least secured? Okay. So, two things that you need to do, you know, as soon as you have access to these um, platforms, if you haven't done this already, is one, enable two-factor authentication. So, in one of our previous episodes, we talked about multi-factor authentication, right? So, this is where you give an option of the platform contacting you to make sure that you're the one who's actually using the app. So usually what happens is that you have a one-time password, an OTP, right? So you log onto your platform and then it sends an, a message either to your email address, to your, you know, um, SMS via SMS or even call you. And then you put in this one-time PIN that is is there. This kind of alleviates, you know, cyber criminals trying to get your information without this added layer of um, protection. However, where there's a will, there's a way. You know, some some of these things is that these cyber criminals will now start, for example, they'll send a message to Tambi saying that, ah, pretending that they're me, right? Saying, oh, it'll be, hi, Tambi, this is Brenda. Um, sorry, I used your number by accident to give the, the one-time pin. Can you please give it to me? Right. And then here I go because I trust that it's Tambi messaging me. I give my one time password to these criminals. So for this, we advise that if it's so good to be true, it probably is. Call and just make sure. So pick up the phone, call Tambi and say, hey, I got this weird message. Are you, you know, did you use me as a backup in terms of getting your information? And um, is this really legit or not? Right. Another thing which is very, very important, which I will accept that sometimes I suffer from it, is going through the privacy and security uh, settings and even the policies, right? So go through these things, ensure that, uh, especially with the settings, make sure that you change the default settings, you know, including people who cannot see your phone number, 
you know your profile pictures who can add you to groups i remember yeah. when this thing was was introduced on whatsapp it was one of my best features because i tend to be added to all these notorious groups that i don't want to be added yeah. mm-hmm. switch it on and people just don't add you they need to have your permission to do so but also knowing this uh we need to also factor that you know every software or every technology that we use is not 100% security safe right so for example telegram had experienced a breach we we touched on this in the previous um episode in august of 2019 a bug exposed the phone numbers of the hong kong pro democracy campaign team right it was a technical issue that was found in the app and this actually allowed <laughs> the chinese authorities to identify and locate them and then stop them technology <laughs> uh, can can work against you a second breach that um happened was in 2020 where telegram suffered a massive data leak that exposed you know all that list of personal information that we mentioned above so username phone numbers ID, all that stuff it was leaked onto the dark net or the dark web depending on how you want to call it so this dark net or dark web is basically um, a computer network of its own which has encrypted internet content it's notoriously known for you know having illegal dealings drugs pornography child pornography you know anything that is not above board or legal you can probably find well, yeah. however you can't use it with your normal browsers so your, your chrome or your mozilla mm-hmm. you need a special type of browser to do that please note guys if you're going to go into this um fishing in this um life of the dark web please know what you're doing because this is where yeah. most people get hacked and you you have no idea you just see something you you use a certain torrent to get into the dark web and then all of a sudden you're exposing yourself so mm-hmm. just be careful about that like like we've always said Tambi right it's either you're in the category of you've just been hacked or you don't know that you've just been hacked <laughs> you're not in those are the two categories that most people fall under either you've been hacked and you have no idea or you've been hacked and you actually just found out so it's yeah it's it's, it's crazy no no one is safe that's why we we always say try to be you know extra cautious okay so now we'll get into you know some of um some of the features that we like um across all three platforms the most you know talked about one is you know how many users can you know be accommodated on on certain platforms so for signal it can accommodate 1000 it has a limit of 1000 users and then you can have eight people per group call all right with whatsapp it has 256 limit eight users per group call as well telegram is the best it's got 200000 <laughs> limit <laughs> so if you want your whole company you can put everybody on telegram right but the interesting thing is that from our research we found that um telegram only has one to one end to end video and voice calls so earlier on we spoke about how you need to enable um end to end encryption so and it doesn't apply to group chats or group uh, conversations so therefore we cannot have group calls on telegram which was pretty interesting from our side um signal allows this blur face ability which i think is neat so you know when you're in a meeting and you kind of want to blur out some of the people the private people let's say you're having a call with a child 
um, to avoid child pornography, you can blur that out. There's that option. It also hides your IP address, which I think is very neat. Um, okay. So people don't um, know where you are exactly in the world. All the platforms that we have allow for your messages to disappear or quote-unquote self-destruct. Um, WhatsApp has a seven-day retention period and then each of the other platforms have you know different set time frames telegram under the secret chat um, option so if i and uh, tambi are having a conversation or we're having a, a voice or a video call mostly a video call and secret chat is enabled if i take a screenshot of tambi it will notify her you know how cool is that? So you yeah. can just be random pictures of people. And then WhatsApp, the I think the most important or popular, you know, feature is you know your stories and your statuses. You know, everybody is doing something or you've got a certain cause or you're advertising something. So that I think across the board is uh WhatsApp is the only app that has that at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then for Telegram, it's got, no, sorry, not Telegram, WhatsApp. It has the live broadcasting feature, which I think was pretty neat because a couple of years ago, there was the ransomware wanna cry, which kind of hit the world by storm. And I know the business that actually had some of their employees or at least the relevant teams that were needed for in the event of a breach on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. And what this person actually did was just send a live broadcast. So opened a broadcast, sent to a specific number of people, and bam, told, you know, people, log off your computers. This is what's happening. Um, people to start engaging. You know, it was really, really neat because with WannaCry, you couldn't send a, a traditional email um, to people to let mm-hmm. them know because most devices were being encrypted. So I thought that was actually a very good use of, of technology. Tabby, yeah. what are some of your experiences? using this app okay so um like everybody else in the world (laughs) i've been using whatsapp for a very long time it's convenient you know i think almost everybody i know is on is on whatsapp the user experience and interfaces i think it's pretty cool it's pretty seamless It's, it's easy to use what i don't like about signal and telegram is this thing of letting the whole world know when you've installed the app that irritates me (laughs) because I remember I installed Telegram first and then I got a whole bunch of messages. I'm like, what is going on? And I was getting people say, oh, you know, welcome, welcome. I'm like, how, how do you know? <laughs> like, what is going on here? And then the same thing happened when my contacts got onto Telegram. Yeah. Where, you know, again, I, you know, 100 or whatever it is, notifications. I'm thinking, what is going on here? That, um, that I really don't like. Um, but then also the two apps are not as, let me say, fun or nice to use as mm-hmm. WhatsApp. They're just not the same, you know. Signal is focused clearly on security. So it doesn't have the bells and whistles. Like, forget it. It's just there to do its job. I think the fact that they also don't have the ability to, you know, stories um, or or your status update, that, yeah, that's a bit, eh. (laughs) That's a bit of a good offer. Yeah, yeah. But I think all in all, it's, you know, it's all on preference. You know, we've been with WhatsApp for such a long time. I mean, there are billions of users. I can't remember the exact figure, but billions of users um, on, on our WhatsApp. Um, even though I know that with the migration to Signal, I believe Signal's servers at some point crashed yeah. a couple of months ago. Couldn't yeah. handle the pressure. Yeah, so that's basically um, really my, my experience. Now, Brenda, in closing... Any advice for people on, you know, which app they would want to consider if they want to completely jump ship? 
Um, I, th- I think we kind of covered it. Like if you're looking for privacy, security, I think Signal's the way to go. Um, if you're looking for more bells and whistles, which is similar to WhatsApp, I guess Telegram is the way to go for that. But I think the underlining message that we kind of want to share with you guys is that do your research. It's very, very important yeah. for you to do your research, right? Yeah. We can't tell you which app to use. You know, it's, it's it's on so many things, preference, you know, how many contacts you have on either apps and stuff like that. But what yeah. we can say is understand the terms and the conditions. It, now, you know, the fact that we've moved into this whole digital age, thanks to COVID mm-hmm. and other things, it is even mm-hmm. more important for you to understand where your data sits, how your data is being used, what information they actually have. You know, it's very, very important for you to do that. So read your T's and C's, do your research. If whichever app you go on to, be it um, Signal or Telegram, you know, enable multi-factor authentication at least as a minimum step of being safe. And yeah, I think that's what I would say. I wouldn't say go for one or the other. I think it's just dependent on what the individuals are looking for and how many family members are on either group, I guess, or either (laughs) platform. Yeah. Yeah. And on your side, who would you say they should go for? Um, I, I think for me, it's pretty much exactly what you've said. You know, if, if your yeah. concern is primarily, you know, security and privacy, nothing, no, nothing for now uh, beats signal. Signal. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I think that's all for me, really. Okay. So, guys, thanks for listening in. You catch us on the next um, episode and we're signing out for now. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Honeypot Chats with Brenda and Tambi. Join us next time 